Welcome to the worst of the best podcast. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't freaking make it! So here's what you get. From Canada, Ryan and Ruben. Welcome, everyone. The Worst of the Best podcast. I am Ryan, and with me, as always, is Ruben. And with me is Ryan. And with me is Ruben. This is the worst of the best. We don't decide what the best is. No, our job is not to decide what the best is. Our job is to decide what is the worst of the best. Today's kind of an interesting one, Ruben. We're talking about addiction. Uh huh. And not just addictions, but bizarre addictions. Well, often when people think of addiction, it could be, you know, obviously just. Eating lots of food, sure, yeah. chocolate. Been there. But yeah, it could be anything from like just addicted to soda. A lot of people are addicted to it. They have to have a daily soda drink. Uh, coffee, smoking, bad drugs. You know, an addiction is something that people just need and they, and they do it despite the consequences. I, let me quote Dr. Drew. Sure, sure. Dr. Drew said, Dr. Drew Pisky. Love line. Love line, yeah. With Adam Carolla. That's right. Hey, Adam Carolla, I freed him on one of my uh, old uh, podcasts there. But anyway, right. so, but, but go on. I just want to make sure we're out there. Yeah, we're out there. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. Ruben interviewed Adam Carolla on the now defunct. But, but yes, uh, okay. Always Hungry podcast. Always Hungry. Found on Google Play. Google Play, that's right. He said that addiction is not how much you do or how frequently you do. It's doing something that's harmful, no matter the frequency or the amount Despite the consequences. Knowing what the consequences are, you still do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of an interesting... I'm probably not quoting him very well, but Yeah, yeah, but I I think I've heard maybe that definition or or similar ones to that. Okay. Today's topic is bizarre addictions. These are addictions that... Sure. You probably couldn't come with on your own. Think of a bizarre addiction. Have you seen the list, Ruben? No, I haven't. Okay, think of one. Just pick one. Pick a a bizarre addiction Uh, that you think someone has to do... Eating their hair. Ooh, Eating their hair. It's not on there, but something like it might be there. Okay. The first one is tanning. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when we were teenagers? Uh, Yeah, of course. That was was about three or four years ago? Yeah, yeah, sure. We were kind of beach bums as teenagers. We loved going to the beach, beach, skimboarding. And I used to get my tan on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I used to come home from school, and Uh, I would put the the coconut oil oil on the skin... The bronze yourself. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So I did it. I don't know. Was I addicted? Well, I'm not now. And I stopped. I'm officially an, uh, an old man. I'm 43. Sure, sure, I was, sure, but sure, yeah. I don't care anymore about that. Yeah. Like, so I'm not addicted. I, I did it when I was a teenager. Yeah. That thing when you're, especially a teenager, where you're concerned about how you look. Right. I, I don't. You're concerned about your parents and you think that with a tan you're going to look better. That's right. The tanning makes. And then you grow out of it. But some people don't grow out of it. Some people don't grow out of it. And they think that the darker they are, the better. Remember Tan Mom? Yes, I was actually going to Google. We can actually Google Tan Mom. Yeah. Well, I... uh, I should not say anything, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah, be careful. Don't don't name any people that we know or anything like that. Actually, I don't think I know anybody that's... uh, Tan Mom. What was... Yeah, just Tan Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, so... oh, Oh. Oh. Beautiful. It's just great. Oh, so terrible. So sad. Yeah, well, yeah. That, and, uh, and yeah, we shouldn't poke fun, but the idea is that she well, became... Well, it's an addiction. She, it's ruining her life. It's ruining her life. It's ruining Despite her skin. Despite the consequences, she's still That's doing right. it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, So I was going to say that as a, as a dad now, as a, I don't to say I don't care, but I have farmer tan now, and I don't care anymore. I go to the pool or go to the beach, and I, get, I take off my shirt. Mm-hmm. 
Got the tanned arms, the tanned neck, and white body. Well, yeah, when you're a teen, it's... You, you, you feel, dare not have that. You know, well, one thing I like about getting tanned as a teen, it made my back knee a little bit less visible. That's right. I remember it, I remember dried up our acne yeah, on your back, yeah, yeah. back knee. <laughs> Ugh. Many recent studies have confirmed that tanning addiction is very real and engages the same part of the brain as drugs like heroin. Oh, wow. And uh, some research points to the possibility that it may just be in your genes. Another one of those things where you just happen to have this addiction. It's almost like it's not your fault. This is a struggle that you're going to have to deal with. You need the sun on you. You need to look around. People go to the the salons, you know, and... What about Trump? Is does he put? Is he a tanner or yeah, is that makeup? Yeah, because, no, he's he's got tanner because he does the goggles. The or goggles. That's why he's got the white eyes. So is he, that picture of him on the internet real? Where he's shirtless and in the tanning booth or something, or he step into a tanning? I haven't seen that, but I Dude, doubt. I doubt it. Uh, it depends. I'm afraid to Google how it, large is his rear. Hey, you know what? Like I'm no specimen. No. Well, that's uh, natural. Well, no, look at that. That's, that looks terrible. That might be makeup too, though, or no? Maybe he just was on the sun ski, you know. There's how many pictures of him looking like that, though? That's awesome. It's beautiful. All right, so number nine. This one is bizarre. Don't forget, these are bizarre addictions. Drinking urine ribbon. So, uh, you know, tanning, <laughs> I think we could all kind of relate to. Don't forget, we picked the worst <laughs> of the best bizarre Addictions. Uh, out of these two, I'm not spoiler. I might have a worse pick already. I'd rather be addicted to tanning than. But we'll get to that later. This might be healthier for you. This gentleman here, Ruben Robert Wells, Ugh. who's in his sixties, he can't stop collecting urine from younger people, often oh. without their knowledge, and drinking it. What? He admits that it is an urge he can't control. In fact, he's been charged with multiple sex offenses for going out and collecting pee from kids. The reason why he does this, Ruben, is he believes that urine from young people will help. To keep him looking young for a longer time. Uh, okay. Well, this guy is not hurting the child, thankfully. Robert Wells, he's just collecting. Their- <laughs> he's just collect- I would be scared if I was a child and some old man was collecting my urine. Well, maybe, maybe he can't be. Well, maybe I don't. I don't know how he's. Do- they didn't say how he was doing it. Maybe he was nothing. To- you know, okay. He got charged. Ugh. All right. Ugh. I had Ugh. no idea that's what he was doing. So I, just, I only read the headlines. I had no idea that it was going to go in that direction. Okay. Animal hoarding. Okay. Here we go. Do you remember paper roots? When we were kids, I know I had somebody, a cat lady on my paper route. Her home was full of cats. It stunk so bad. And she was like, shut the door, shut the door. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be like, I-, I can't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful. We have, two- we have two cats. That's the limit, I think. But, yeah, people will obviously have hundreds. So science agrees that animal hoarding has many features of an actual addiction, including denial of the problem, sure, a compulsive need to engage in it, and excuses for this behavior, and no regard for maintaining the individual's personal surroundings. So if you have a lot of animals, you've got feces on the ground, sure, urine yeah, on the floor, yeah, yeah. you're not functioning like you probably should. That's what addiction will do to you. It yeah. destroys a normalcy that's... That would be a healthier way to live. It may sound like the crazy cat lady stereotype is true, but in actual cases, it's much more serious than just collecting a lot of pets. It's also difficult to overcome without help. So, again, we want to keep in mind that these addictions are harmful. We're not making light of the harm that people are going through, but just that these are truly bizarre. These are things that you just... Hopefully none of our listeners are experiencing these addictions. If you are, get some help. You ever drinking urine from kids? (laughs) Or just get the cat's urine. Maybe they can work together. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a cat lady. Yes. You get a young feline cat to pee in a uh-huh. bowl. and then the, yeah. All right, number seven. I knew this would be coming. Human blood. 
Okay, this kind of goes without saying that vampires have been a part of their Western folklore for as long as we can remember. But there are people that truly practice drinking blood out of people. Okay. So if we talk about real life, though, an addiction to drinking blood is certainly scientifically possible. In fact, a Turkish man was reportedly addicted to drinking his own blood. Okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, the doctors described his need for blood to be as urgent as breathing, even though they weren't able to explain how he developed it. If he's drinking his own blood, drink up. I guess he just recycles it. I don't know. Does it work that way? You know, I'm sure it's blood weird. transfusion through the throat. I typically kind of think if you know you're not harming anybody, nobody's being emotionally scarred. You're not being drink charged. your own urine. Yeah, drink your own. <laughs> I think we're gonna go back to the urine. Drink, drink your own urine, Robert Wells. I think I'd rather drink my own blood. I wonder if that was really him. Was that really Robert Wells? Did they have a they had a picture of a guy in a hat and glasses. Are we led to believe that's Robert Wells? He, they got a photo of him? <laughs> I don't know. Here's one. Uh, coffee a- enema. I've had one. A coffee enema? Yeah. Is that what they use for enemas? Is, is it coffee? No. But, okay. um, but you've had an enema. And I've had a coffee and enema. Okay. So a coffee an- enema. This enema. town needs an enema. Yeah. That was the first time, Ruben, I ever heard that word or understood what that word. I didn't know what it meant. I just thought it sounded very cool, and I wanted to know what the meaning of it. We're quoting, of course, Jack Nicholson's Joker, the 1989 Batman film directed by Tim Burton. Jack Nicholson yells out, yes, this town needs an enema. An enema, which obviously now we know means a cleaning, a cleansing, yeah. a flushing. Yeah. Wipe out the dirty. Speaking of uh, a good flushing, you know why Jack Nicholson is no longer at Liquor Games? Why? He got banned. Did he get banned from games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? He spilt, uh, he brought in uh, some uh, homemade chili in, no. a rub- in a rubbermaid container. Get out of here. And, this is... and spilt it on the on the court, the court floor. <laughs> really? Yes. He just had a birthday recently. How old is he? He is that 82. Oh, wow. I'm surprised he retired already then. Yeah, he is kind of officially retired, isn't he? Yeah. I really like him as an actor. Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah. yeah. We all got to get old. And sometimes people want to bring our chili. Oh my goodness, Ruben. This happened in 2018. Hold on, that's the onion. Oh. <laughs> Ruben! No, 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 no. I read it on a non onion source. I read it on a non onion source. The onion tricked somebody. Somebody probably quoted the onion and got tricked. You know what? It's probably me on Reddit. I got fake news. That I is got, hilarious. I got, I got fake news. Ruben, fake news. I wish we had a fake news soundboard. You are fake news. It's an onion. <laughs> <laughs> that is a ribbon got onions. That's funny. The headline here is Jack Nicholson banned from sitting courtside for spilling Tupperware full of homemade chili. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Jack Nicholson would have to like probably drink urine from a child at courts <laughs> to get banned because he's like he's like a fixture there. Sure. All right, that's funny. Oh, okay. that's funny. I wonder how many other things in my life I've been oh, fake news. Who knows? Who, who knows? All right. So, so coffee and them and uh, an enema. So it's an experimental variation done with coffee and it was first introduced in the 1940s by Dr. Max Gerson. Uh Many doctors and scientists have pointed out its effects on the body and it's no longer offered by medical facilities. But this hasn't stopped a Florida couple from developing an addiction to coffee enemas. They feel a rush while doing it and get a withdrawal symptoms if they don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know you can drink coffee and it goes through your throat, through your stomach, through your bowel. Yeah, they're, they're taking the drug as a suppository. Are they taking a coffee pot in a funnel and putting it in their buttocks? You, you gotta make sure it's really hot. I'm joking about that part. Yeah. We're telling our listeners, please do not insert coffee into your buttocks, but 
That's what I think they're doing. They must be. They uh, must be pouring. There's like a coffee mixer. There's a coffee uh, anima. So they're um, pouring coffee like a butt funneling coffee because it goes right into your organs. Yeah, but then it flushes out. But That's okay, right. But it says here that they get the rush while it's happening. But with so no, they're only you, you can take drugs as a suppository, right? Right. Of course, I've actually. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. You don't need to finish the sentence. So I, I, under, yeah, I understand. Yeah. All right. Okay. That organ there will. Absorb the nutrients, okay. so they're taking a, their drugs as a spot. They're addicted to coffee. They're doing it four times a day, Ruben. Four times a day. Four times a day, and the how, wife has how? admitted. The wife has admitted uh-huh. to giving herself up to ten times in a day. Wow. All right. This will be an interesting one to pick. The worst. Getting tattoos. Getting tattoos. Now, uh, I don't have any tattoos. Ruben, do you have any tattoos? I had five, but I got them removed. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Well, Ruben and I don't have tattoos. Big surprise to anyone that knows us. Uh, you know, we're really uh, a couple of bad A, uh, you know, a lot of the artists that we like and growing up. Yeah, tattoos are so common. It's almost cool now not to have a yeah, tattoo. Yeah, I, I was talking to a guy yesterday who has, he comes in regularly to work. He's got a little tattoo on one palm, like on the side of his palm right here. Right. And one on the other. And I said, oh, I never noticed your tattoos before. What, what is it? This one's the right side of the brain. One's the left side of the brain. There you go. He's into brain... Stuff. Yeah, there's some really good. Look, I like tattoos. Oh, sorry, you got it. Yeah, he said he got his first one when he was 18, and he knew that once you have one, it's easy to get two. Right. And then it's just easy to get whatever. Right. And so he made the choice to only get a certain number, and that's it. Yeah, a lot or, of people always say you just go forever. they got their starter tattoo, and I work in the Navy, and a lot of a lot of Navy folk, they love their tattoos, and they get tattooed up. Uh-huh. For me personally, I don't know. Like, even if I had to get a tattoo, like, Ryan, you need to get a tattoo. I would be like, okay, but I wouldn't even know, A, where to put it, probably my arm, but I wouldn't even know what to do. You know, I got things that I enjoy in the pop culture world, sure, and there's family, of course, like initials of my children, like I, something like that. Like, I wouldn't know it even, like, how would you even decide that's what you're putting on your arms, like the skulls I, and roses? I don't, and... Yeah. Beyond that, though, so it's one thing to get a tattoo, Ruben, but I guess it's another thing to be addicted. Tattoo addiction, though, is a real thing for more people than you'd guess. According to research, about 32% of Americans admit to being addicted to tattoos. I feel the need to go out and get a new one shortly after the one they just had. And some scientists have tried to explain it as an addiction to the pain that comes with the process of getting tattoos. They're almost addicted to the pain. As Trent Reznor says, was he addicted to the pain? The only thing that's real? Huh. That Giant Cash covered that? But it also may have to do with being addicted to the attention that the tattoos bring. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Science is still figuring out exactly what causes a chronic addiction to tattoos. So they're looking into it. They don't quite have the answer. I guess you could say anyone that's covered head to toe might have an addiction. All right, Ruben, number four. Romantic rejection. Romantic rejection. Now... I went through a phase where people might have wondered if that was... Yeah, I was just going to say, my my whole teenage (laughs) life, my whole teenage life, I was unknowingly addicted to romantic rejection. I know... And and, and my first marriage. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Touche. Rimshot. Hey, so, uh, want to stay married? Okay. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> so you were addicted to the rejection in your first marriage. That's good. I should have just left. Yeah, well. Oh, uh, what can you do? Yeah, I was also addicted to uh, rejection uh, when I was a teenager. Believe it or not, Ruben, I'm, you might find this hard to believe, but I had very little game as a teenager when it came to the girls. And I actually asked three different girls to my prom. Really? Yeah, three. Three girls. Wow. And Ol said, no. One said yes, but then she changed her mind when she had a date to another one on the same night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, 
Anyways, so here we go. What, what does this addiction mean? So according to a study published in the Journal of Neurophysiology, thank you, romantic rejection involves the same parts of the brain that causes us to get addicted to something other than this. So the researchers even came up with a parameter for it, the passionate love scale, and concluded that romantic rejection is definitely a form of addiction. Well, so I don't understand. I guess what it is is... If you like to be rejected, then you got to make the moves. But what if they don't reject you? I don't know. I guess it's almost like people like to feel sorry for themselves or to feel... I don't know. To go out there... I, it's a weird, but it's that's bizarre. This is bizarre, Ruben. Yeah, it is bizarre. Huh. We may be making it sound like old fun and games, but it also does a lot of to explain cases of rejected people becoming violent toward the person who rebuffed them. Did you see Dirty John? Yeah. Great show. Oh, my goodness. When you're done listening to our podcast, go check out the Dirty John podcast. Highly recommend it. Oh, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It, you can see the podcast is literally the show. Uh, I, so it's either or. Yeah. But some people like the audio. Well, this is not a surprise. You probably would have guessed it had I given you 10 minutes to guess. In oh, sure. Plastic surgery. Plastic surgery number three. We've talked about this on our podcast before. We have this podcast, of course, our Rocky podcast. We've talked about celebrities throughout our podcast. Uh-huh. And often we bring up plastic surgery. And our response is always the same. Other than boob jobs. No, our response is always the same. Like, when they muck up their face. Yeah, and yeah. And never... Yeah. A good toupee is the one you don't see. Like, yeah. I'll admit. A good toupee... I probably have seen a toupee, but didn't know it was a toupee. Sure. That's a good toupee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it's a good one, Ryan. Thank you. But plastic surgery is such a fine line. Did you know that Michael Jackson had plus surgery? Michael Jackson had plus Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. might have to Google that. Yeah. What about Madonna? Has she had any? Oh, are you kidding? That's true. Yeah. You, sure? Sure? No, 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 no. Not only does it not look natural, I can get around with not natural. Sure. Again, I'll just say, it's not to be crude, but there's some Buxomy ladies out there who have gotten that surgery. It's like, it may not look natural, but I'm not appalled. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, gross. But face to me is a whole different. You when you cheek implants, eyes are wider, forehead back, lips yeah. are bigger. It's just like you just—that's all you're looking at. Yeah. And then what's crazy is a lot of young people are doing it. Yeah. That's what I mean. People that are younger than us. I saw a picture us. of Kendall Jenner. Is that her name? I think they must have had it on their face already. She has some lip thing, oh. and it was like an unphotoshopped picture. Right. I felt so sorry for her. And the thing is, like, I know people might be saying, well, you know, Ryan and Ruben, hey, you know, don't criticize these people. It's what they, okay, it's one thing to not say criticize, but it's one thing to make fun of or criticize someone who has buck teeth because they have buck teeth. This, well, an addiction is when it impedes your life. That's right. Despite the consequences, and it ruins something about your life. It just, this is bizarre addictions. It's ruining somebody's life. That's right. And it's one thing to, like... Your nose is broke, uh, or you get a burn victim, or you're, so plastic, can, you're cancer survivor. Yeah, so can uh, yeah, uh, so plastic surgery is an amazing science yeah. to, to reconstructive surgery. Yeah, penile yeah. reduction. Yeah, we don't quite understand why so many people without any other underlying medical conditions, what we just talked about, would compulsively get ten plastic surgeries in a day. So the people are getting as many as ten. Oh, do you a day. remember that uh, reality star couple? She had like something uh, like ten in a day. Uh, so, Heidi, yeah, Heidi Montag or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and they're like under thirty. It's like what do like? But again, if it's corrective or to help you out because you're a burn victim or something, I understand. But this is people like who are young and pretty old, like young and pretty old. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Anyways, all right, milk products, Ruben. Uh huh. Yeah, milk products. Some people are unhealthily obsessed with milk products, often using them to replace regular meals, no matter what it does to their health. 
If that sounds like an addiction, it absolutely is, absolutely is. We've explained that. So milk and its derivatives contain molecules that attach to the same parts of the brain as drugs like opiates. Wow. I I like uh, melted cheese. Yeah. I, I was like going to say as much as anybody, but, but I'm fine without it as well. Yeah. Well, then you're not addicted. I don't drink milk, but I do eat a lot of cheese. I Again, I'm on the keto diet, and as a member of the keto diet family, I eat a lot of cheese. Don't drink milk because of the sugar in milk, but cheese... You can eat a lot of cheese on the keto diet. So that's dairy, but I think it's it's dairy, but I think there might be talk about chocolate milk, drinking milk, but it says milk products. So, hmm. well, I don't have ice cream, but I used to, I, when I did eat ice cream, I used to get, I get a lot of IBM, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind a lot. IBS, light, irritable bowel syndrome. Light, light to IBS. Yeah. So, but I, that's it. I would eat the ice cream knowing what was coming later. You pay that price later for the bowl of ice cream now. Uh, last one, drinking water, Ruben. People are addicted to drinking water. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah Aquaman. Too no. soon? What? Is he dead? <laughs> Here we go. So if we told you that it's possible to become addicted to water in the same way as other harmful substances, you'd probably tell us to get out of here. Get out of here. But according to science, it's absolutely possible to get addicted to water. In some cases, people who don't get their daily fix of water can experience headaches and other withdrawal symptoms. For many people who have aquaholism, I see what they did there. As it's unofficially called, staying away from water for even an hour may mean irritation and the compulsive need to get it back, to get back to it. So, hmm. like everything in excess, this could lead to some serious negative effects on the body. So there you go. These are the 10 most bizarre addictions that the world has right now that are enough that I mean, I'm sure like I said Ruben, I'm sure there's people that eat hair, but yeah, we know there's people. It's probably number 11. Sure. There's more than 10, but these are the top 10. Probably for population-wise, that do it. Mm-hmm. Common enough that this is an issue. So, Ruben, out of these top 10, this is my criteria for top 10. Or sure. for the worst, the best of the top sure, 10. Sure, sure. Which one would you not... The, like, I don't want any of these. Oh, fair enough. Okay. But which one do you want the least? What would be your last pick to have? Like, if you had one that you wish you never had... Oh, that's tough. So you'd have to live with the other nine at some point in your life. <laughs> For example, I could get away with drinking water. I'd be like, I'll, I'll suffer as a water drinker. Like that's so you're drinking water. You're drinking blood. Sure. I would even do the, the two that I'm stuck between as the worst is drinking urine and human blood. And I think I'm going to go. Now, it doesn't have to be child's urine. It's just this guy's. Addiction so bad. That, that, that's that, a for example. That yeah. Okay, that, I think I'd rather drink urine than blood. I think so. I think at the end of the day, I'd rather. Oh, you'd rather drink. So blood is your worst. Blood. Is that what you're I, I know I said it earlier, okay. but I was thinking of like the. So which one is the worst of the best bizarre? I think I think the worst is the the plastic surgery on the, like on face. Ah, that's a good point. Like you know, maybe I could still. You know, if I drank my own urine, but I had a nice face, boy, this is tough. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Mm. This is hard because you're saying that you, you know, spit a wheel, the other nine are on the wheel. But, you know, let's say if you had the the ten, but you had a, you can't have one because it's the worst. But this is the point. You could have animals. Yeah. You could be drinking blood, you could have your enemas, you're drinking your yeah. urine, you're getting tattoos, you're getting rejected by love. Yeah, you know, you're right, you know, right. You're eating cheese Plastic and surgery. drinking chocolate milk. Plastic surgery is the worst because the money you would spend, the the damage does to your face. The time and healing. Yeah, okay. 
you're right. I can drink a cup of urine one day, just drink it, boop, done for the day, move on with my life. Yeah, after we do you drink the urine first or blood first? <sighs> I drink urine before blood because blood's thick. We did it before or after feeding your 75 cats? I would definitely have cats more than drinking urine. I could live with... I would Because I would take care of the cats. Somehow I'd still keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching and listening to the Worst of the Best podcast. Remember to review us on iTunes. It gives us, gives us a lot of help to get more listeners. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. That really does help us. And yeah. Spot us on Spotify. Spot us where we are on Spotify as well. And Google Play. Anywhere podcasts are sold, we are there. Remember, in front of every silver lining, there's a cloud. And we're there to help you find it. Thanks, everybody. We're still going room, so be careful what you say. You sure you want to stop the stream? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it. Thank you. <laughs>